when I hit you up, like, let's do a podcast. Yeah, this was after the, uh, the defeat of Man City. Uh, you guys played well, you know. It wasn't like one of those other games against the top six teams where you guys just get your black, your bags blown out. And it was encouraging for your fan base. So I didn't want to be like that guy that only, you know, calls people to come on this podcast when the team is not doing well. That's fucking <laughs> stupid. But um, since that game, you guys have been not so good. So it just seemed like, um, you know, like a rude awakening, basically. Like Nottingham packed you guys out of the FA Cup, Liverpool, obviously. Um, you couldn't be poorly. And also the um, narrative that was created of, Osaka, Martinelli, other guys made through. These guys can be like play together for a long time and just like become like a dynasty in the future. That narrative is changing. So, oh, Martinelli might soon leave. Saka might soon leave. Other guys, is it really that is it really that good? That kind of thing. So, the future of Arsenal going forward, the core of this team, it seems like they're not going to um, you know, go that next step this season. Welcome to the Footy Stands Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Footy Stands Podcast. I'm your host, Ovo, and it's been a long time since I recorded something, but um, I'm back now. And today I have a good guest next to me. Uh, introduce yourself. Oh yeah, this is Ifeo. Good to be here. Yeah, tell us about yourself, the team you support and everything. Um, yeah. If if you like I said, yeah. Um well the team I support Arsenal, sadly. <laughs> yeah, so um in today's episode we're gonna be talking about Arsenal Football Club and um the thing is let me give you an analogy, right? So do you remember do you remember the time when um, Arsenal signed Lacazette? You know, Manu signed Lukaku okay. and Chelsea signed Marata. There was this like competition of oh, who's going to be the better player. And yeah. a few years later, you guys had another competition. Yeah. The only Arteta and then Lampard, obviously. And the yeah, thing is, both Lampard and Arteta, both Lampard and Ole got sacked. But, um, you know, Chelsea won the Champions League, like we all know. They always keep reminding us. And then, um, my United sacked only. They have money, so they can still get back to where they want to be in mm. no time. But um, like the Lukaku Lacazette Marata comparison, Lacazette is the only one still in Arsenal, but he's not really a success in Arsenal. And people can like say something like that for Arteta as well. So um, yeah. yeah. So take it away. I mean, uh, like I get what you're saying. But yeah, that's the thing with Arsenal and the kind of owners that they are not like yeah, we all know who Arsenal owners are. The problem with the thing is they're like they've been lethargic for years now. As long as I can remember actually, I don't think they've actually been active with anything. Will I say active or 
rather. I don't know if the right words you use, but like, yeah, they don't make like active choice when it comes to like what they can't really say they are exactly for bothering people. We all know that. And even with the people they put in charge, they still put incompetent people, like and all that's like that's the it's just a whole um it's a mess really. I mean, yeah, like now they can say they're trying to like make things better since they own the club 100 percent out right now, but still. Everything is slow. Because now you even look at this whole um like we are with the whole with how this is like let me let me segue into this current season. Like okay, yeah, lost the first three games, like oh yeah, you can make excuses that um we had players out with COVID injuries and all that stuff. And somehow. Ateta, surprisingly, rather, has been able to turn it around somewhat. Earlier, I went into the January window. Like, this was even before, like, yeah, most people, like, talk about how successful the summer transfer window was and all that. But, I mean, I hear that, but, that was, like I said at the time, around the August period, like, not getting a midfielder in on time, like, getting another midfielder, rather. I mean, like, yes, you could say they were waiting on Shaka to leave, but Shaka's case, and that's a different that's a different thing on its own because I still don't feel he should be a guarantee starter in. But yeah, here we are in 2022. See how people making excuses for him and all that. I mean, like, yeah, who said that he has, I mean, yeah, he's a good player, but the flaws outweigh the, the cons, yeah, outweigh the pros as far as I'm concerned, really. But yeah, like I was saying, yeah. So Atada has been able to turn it around. It went into the January window. Um, yeah, went to January window. Okay, like yeah, we yeah, we know Pate, Pepe, Bomeyang, even though he couldn't exactly play with his old medical condition. And then I was going to ask more, like that has been established, like even since last season, summer. Yeah, since last is entering into the summer, like that's been established. Like, we all these guys are going, so it's not like they just are now like, oh yeah, they're going to be Afghan. Like they didn't make arrangements. Like this is the twenty fourth year. Everyone knows we need in another midfielder, in another striker. Like first we yeah, when it came, it came with the Vlahovic rumors, the Otomelo rumors, and all that. But um, basically they keep laying out players, and we've not been able to bring anyone in. This is twenty fourth year. And still nothing, but yeah, this is exactly the type of thing I'm talking about with Arsenal and the people in charge of it. And it's just stressful, frustrating, which, and sometimes when I just can't, these days, honestly, I just can't be bothered anymore. Like, I would say, like, my love and compliments to the club keeps winning, winning and reducing with every season. And yeah, why, do you think, why do you think that is? Is it because of like not winning anything? Oh. Not really winning. I mean, yeah, not really winning, but like I'm saying, I've always felt, how I've always felt is like the people in charge here, yeah, like it's like the people in charge, they're not exactly competent people. They're not people that, oh yeah, they can come in and do a job and whatever. They're not exactly called truths because with us now, it's a lot of, there are a lot of sentiment and a lot of like, yeah, it's mostly, I was if it's with sentiments and um, it's everything is just like PR driven per se. If I if I can use that, like they don't exactly make moves 
yeah, they don't exactly make moves that when they're supposed to do, do everything, everything's just slow with them and it's just annoying. Because here, yeah, look at Chelsea, yeah. I would all everything here. Because here, yeah, you back to the Lampard Ole at the that thing. Because honestly, yeah, I honestly don't think I don't know. Ateta definitely won't be still be if Ateta was Chelsea was manager of Chelsea definitely won't still be there like since like two seasons ago. You said yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like he Arsenal like everything with sentiment. It's all sentiment and all. There's no call. It's more like give him time. Blah blah blah. Like ah man, it's just it's all about like taking. They don't do things of time. They always want to take short calls or like go with the. And it's just it's, it's a lot of compromises, for example, because yeah, I, can, I still remember even when Emery was was sacked, it took like a whole month to bring Ateta in, and I, even when Ateta was coming, like it didn't matter because Ancelotti was right there for the Ateta. I'm like, okay, fair enough. I mean, season was basically gone anyway, so it was more like I think when he came in, we we're like I can't remember, we were like 13 or 14th or so, I can't remember. So it was more of like seven season, okay. Fine, he came in one FA Cup. All right, no problem. Cool. When's the next struggling a lot? Like that November December period. I mean, like personally, I was actually going to be shocked because I know how my club, how the club is run. I was personally, I was actually I was going to be shocked if it was sacked. So so yeah, he got through that. And then the whole I'm like, okay, come here, yeah, let's see what's gonna do. And then he got a chance to enter the top for last season. He fumbled and then the Europa League fumbled. And then I'm like, okay, I think this is it, really. And then next thing I'm hearing that ah, you still wanting to sign more players and all that. Like, it's just frustrating with that club, honestly. Really um, are, really. are you happy with like you know, the improvements or the signings that came in during the summer? Because, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, definitely. I'm like, I've been impressed with the signings so far. And Order. I can see here, yeah, like you're on the one of Tomiyasu and Ramsey of the one that really been impressed. Like that's pretty common knowledge. I know, yeah. But like here, yeah, I just feel like there was a lot of unfinished business in that summer. Like we needed another midfielder to take his place because now we have, we have Lokonga, like who is new to the league. The guy's like 22, 23. He's still getting into the league and all that. And now we have it. Like it's basically, he has been like the only launch. Midfielder, it's not only a DM per se, the one has been tasked with playing that position, and you can see he's struggling a lot. So, yeah, the signings have been good, they just should have been more honestly. That's all. Okay, so, um, when I hit you up, like, let's do a podcast there. This was after the, uh, the defeat to Man City, uh, you guys played well, you know. It wasn't like one of those other games against the top six teams where you guys just get your black your bags blown out, and it was encouraging for your fan base. So I didn't want to be like that guy that only you know calls people to come on this podcast when the team is not doing well. That's fucking stupid. But um, since that game, you guys have been not so good. So it just seemed like um, you know, like a rude awakening, basically, like Nottingham. Packed you guys out of the FA Cup, Liverpool, obviously. Um, you couldn't be poorly. And also, the um, narrative that was created of Osaka, Martinelli, other guys may throw, these guys can be like play together for a long time and just like 
become like a dynasty in the future. That narrative is changing. So, oh, Martinelli might soon leave. Saka might soon leave. Other guys, is it really that? Is it really that good? That kind of thing. So, the future of Arsenal going forward, the core of this team, it seems like they're not going to um, you know, go that next step this season. And do you think that they're even good enough to take, take that next step? Well, I think they're good enough. I definitely think they're good enough, but would they do the necessary? I don't really make the necessary, and most times not the exactly popular decision to get to the next step. That has always been the problem with Arsenal football in the past decade, really. So, yeah, I mean, the problem with our fan base and all, uh, it's very, let's say, flip flop per se. I mean, I think, yeah, it looks bad, but really, Oh, not having a midfielder, an extra midfielder. I mean, like, yeah, the Nottingham Forest game, that was the Nottingham Forest game, yeah. Like, basically, coming in, they were like, who? I can't. Okay, yeah, it was Lokan Garden Patino. That was like his second. That was Patino's second. Or maybe, yeah, that was like his second start. Or was it the first? I think that was his first start. I can't remember. That was his first senior start. If there was an elite midfielder, a senior midfielder there, Probably would have changed because yeah, we dominated we dominated position per se, but we didn't really do anything with the ball because it was like no yeah, one. But I don't think you need like your best players to beat that man Like, come on. We don't need need our best players, but like it was just it wasn't just good enough. Like there, there were a lot of um what am I gonna say? A lot of weakness in that team, like and they made of that and well yeah the game Atletas um looking at um tactics like they're a little bit predictable like when they walk you're like wow okay Atleta Masters and then when it doesn't work out like it gets like really bad going back to the Burnley game like I basically I knew how that game was gonna be it was either gonna take it cross it take it to TNA it's gonna cross it in take it to Martin um back to Saka he's gonna want like Basically, it was the same thing over and over and over, and they were really doing anything. And I felt that it wasn't really as inconsistent because if I managed to move the ball quickly and got into good positions, and they weren't able to finish, that was the issue with that game. Like, it doesn't have exactly a bad game. Finishing was also a problem. It doesn't have they didn't just get chances. Let's see. But yeah, that was what the thing is Arsenal like. Consistency has always been a problem, honestly. Okay, so um, talk to me about like um, where like how do you see them panning out for you guys? Do you believe top four is still there for the taking, or you are wrapping it up? No, I definitely don't feel top four. Sorry. Top four is definitely. No, I said top four is definitely still possible, but it depends on what they do from now till the end of till the end of the window. Because honestly, man, our problem right now is I mean, yeah, party is back and everything. Like the midfield, it won't be enough, but it's gonna be decent enough. But right now, the problem is the attack. Problem has always been an attack. I mean. Fine, you could gloss it over people over the clock when Obama was firing. But now that's a different thing entirely. Lacazette has not 
Lacazette is one of those strikers that has no move for his work rates ah, and his goals. That has never made sense to me, but oh well. Well, yeah, if you don't get a good striker in mid, that's going to be, it's going to be problematic really. And even with Pate being back, I still feel like, oh my God, I still feel like I don't feel I should be brought in because, man, having been on Shaka again, man. Okay, um, you need a striker, obviously, and we'll get to Vlahovic. But per America Bamiyan, we saw what um, Adebayo said, defense Sky Sports, about them, um, you know, the way Arsenal treat players. And at that time, in particular, he was he's not so far removed from being a player himself. And the way he treated players like Saliba and Guendouzi and Bamiyan right now. Um, do you agree with his disciplinary his disciplinary measures? Because um, obviously he was the assistant manager in Man City, and I'm very sure Pep had very strict rules as well in Man City because Xavi came in to Barcelona and as read in the Athletic that the rules and regulations is implementing in the Barca training camp was the same rules Pep had. So obviously he takes some. Um, disciplinary issues very seriously because that way if you can follow instructions of the page obviously you can follow instructions on the page but do you think that you know he's a little bit taking it a little bit too far with the way he's treating like some of the best players in your team because Kenduzi was one of your best players I don't want to believe that you know holding isn't better than Saliba or Nketiah is better than Aubameyang so what, what do you think about that? I mean, holding her is a backup player, so it's not really a threat to Saliba's position. Like, yeah, Salama, I'm just giving Sal- an example. No, no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But like, I mean, it's a bit 50-50 for me. I feel like the overwhelming situation could have been handled more privately within the club. I mean, I understand why he did it publicly, but it could have a little bit more privately because that's all overblown because... It's not the first time, like since I would like to say since last season, there's been a really there's been a lot of disciplinary issues with Obamaya. Like he has been dropped a couple of times before he has been able to walk himself back into the team. So I guess everything has just been I mean, I guess he's tired of it personally. And the thing is with most young managers, they feel like they have to like put their foot down on that. So to well, I say to gain more respect or to make sure like the show people that they're the boss and like they can be fucked with and all that. I, I, are you, so are you more in support of like Ateta or Bumayank? With the Ateta, I think it's 50-50, really. Like I understand both sides, that's what I'm saying. Okay. But part, I feel like yeah, it should it should have been private, it should have been more a private matter with the club, it should have been brought out like to the public. But also understand at that side because the, within last season, yeah, starting from last season, he has been dropped a lot of times. Just he has missed the game, he has missed stream, a lot of other. Yeah, things. I think he came late for the therapy. Yeah, he came late. Yeah, that was even, yeah, that was even last year. Before that was the Chelsea game. Yeah, he Chelsea got, game. Yeah. He got dropped, and then after that, he came late for the um, North London derby. And then got dropped. I think he didn't even make he got dropped or something. I can't remember if he was benched. He was benched, yeah. Well, yeah, the Obama thing is 50-50. The Gwenduzi thing, ah, that's tough, really. Because I mean, 
to be honest, I'll say I'm biased because I never really rated Mirandese personally. I mean, yeah, I could see. <laughs> I wouldn't say he was one of our best players. I just think but the potential was there. The potential is there. I just feel with Brunduzi, it's he was just like Emery's favorite player. So that was why he played a lot of games per se. I wouldn't say really say he was one of our best players or anything. And we hold disciplinary issues and all that. Both parts are handled it better. But yeah, it's whatever. The Saliba thing, honestly, I just feel it's not. Arsenal fans being whining as usual. There's nothing wrong with the guys like what 18, 19, maybe 20. There's nothing wrong with sending out. Yeah. Um, nothing wrong with sending out a young player. The guy's new to the league and all that on loan. Like as far as I remember, he was the one that requested for the loan. If I could remember. I can remember the first one, but like the recent one at Marcel. He was the one that requested to loan to be back in France with those as his family and whatever. And Gabriel. I feel like as an elite as an elite club, yeah, you shouldn't just have like two set of like you have with Man City, you have um, Diaz, Laporte, and um, who's that guy? Uh, um, Ake Stones. Ake Stones, like I wouldn't. Really, I mean, Ake is the backup backup, but I wouldn't really say it's on their level. But like, there's nothing wrong with um, Pep, just like a Ateta. I think yeah, it hasn't been. Don't really this season because our squad is not as deep. But like last season, yeah, there was like a lot of rotation in the squad while he was still trying to figure out his first level and all that. Like there's nothing wrong with having White in Gabriel and Saliba. Like they're all going to fucking play. It's like I said, it's just Arsenal fans being whining as usual. Yeah, being Arsenal fans. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Okay, um, let's keep it pushing. So um the next question I wanted to ask of you, like um Back to top four. Um, who do you think is like the closest? Uh, I mean, like, like who are, they, who are right yeah, now? Yeah, like West Ham, Man United, Spurs, Spurs. Why? Spurs for me. I feel like yeah. How am I going to say it? Conte has them. It's a bit on and off. I see, but like Conte really has them playing. Better, I guess. Like their score is a lot more balanced. If I might put it like well, that. Well, I think he's trying. He's trying his best. But yeah, he's trying his best. Like I've actually been impressed somewhat. I mean, I, I've been because I've seen a couple of their games. I've been impressed, and he's trying his best. I mean, yeah, West Ham always West Ham are obvious. Well. My United will always be there, but man, honestly, I don't really consider them them a trick. A threat which I think involved. I mean, yeah, they might have a, I, they might have a couple of games where, yeah, individual brilliance, Bruno and Ronaldo, Greenwood will build them up, but their squad is unbalanced as fuck. And well, Ragnick, that's a different story on its own. But yeah. So, right. yeah, sports are number one targets. I'll say, yeah, West Ham and United are obviously, but right now it has to be sports for me. Um okay, so um last then let's talk about like the future of us now. Like I've been in this position you're in right now, like with Liverpool. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, you're just waiting for something to happen. Is it a player? Is it a manager? Is it like you know, to play just improve or something? And you're just like in that like 
um, waiting room, just trying to know what next step the club is going to take. Mm-hmm. And um, no matter how much, how many investments, it just seems like you're just getting farther and farther away from, you know, the league tides or top four or trophies or whatever, yeah. um, whatever you want your club to achieve. Mm-hmm. But in every fan's heart, yeah, there's a little bit of hope. So as an Arsenal fan, yeah, what is your, like, hope that keeps you going? What do you, like, picture on your head that, okay, after this, it's related to this, it's related to this, and they will get to where I want to be. Because I always knew that, okay, with Suarez, like, when we signed Suarez, I was like, okay, we have one of the best players in the world. Get a good manager. You know, then Suarez left, obviously. We had Sterling. That could send you. It was just there was something. There was a little bit of hope that kept me that kept me going. So what about what about you? I mean, hmm. man, that's a good. That's a good question as well. Tom. I mean, yeah. I mean, as another fun, the hope was always there. I mean, at the end of the day, the hope that kills you. Mm. Sorry, come again. What do you say? No, I mean, like, yeah, I said the hope will always be there, even though it's the hope that kills you, but I feel like right now it's all about getting to the top four and then building up from there. I feel like we can do that this season. I feel like for me right now, it's top four or nothing. I mean, yeah, ideally, my deal wish going to this season was finishing the top six, top five. And then maybe win a couple of the two, one or one or either like either of the cups basically. But yet on all that trophy right now is out of it. So it's all about finishing the top four right now. I think I'm willing to take this now on the top four, like maybe like a point or goal difference. But like considering where we were coming into coming into January, basically, like it's top four not the it's because now I'm hearing. Um, reports of Atleta getting in a new contract. I'm like, that's too, that's too soon. Yeah, I saw that's, that as well. That's just like, why, why are they giving him a new contract? But yeah, that's the, what I've been saying earlier with Arsenal and moving by sentiments and like not making correct decisions. Because for me, I'd rather wait to see what he does at the end of the season. Because if, hmm. if Atleta doesn't. But I don't see why we should still continue with him as a manager, honestly. So, yeah. yeah, because that might then, like, let's say Tottenham gets up for, for example, then they will now try to, like, build something around Conte's image and that obviously sets you guys back. So, top for this season, you guys are, like, in a really, really crucial position right now. And do you think Ateta is the right man? Because... Maybe you guys have some talents, Martin Elisaka. Maybe a different manager could have. Maybe Conte could have been an Arsenal manager by now. And I think he would have definitely done better with this squad than he would have done with Tottenham squad. Definitely. Now, what do you think? Like, yeah, definitely. Conte would have done a lot Do I think Ateta is the right manager? I think he's the manager for now. Right? So do I see us winning leagues under Teta? Do I see us winning the Champions League even under Teta? I don't think so. So yeah, it's all about, like I say, it's all about getting top for this season and then challenging for it again next season. 
for me. Yeah, cementing your place there. Yeah, yeah, cementing your place back in it. Like it's wild even talking about it now, but yeah, that's where we are. Then I remember when um, you know, when Arsenal TV was hot and you guys were like playing Champions League against Bayern and you guys were complaining. <laughs> no, that is actually yeah. That's if I feel like Winger should have left maybe after the third FA That see, my own. I think Winger would have gotten top four the next season. What do you think? Top four. 2019. So. No. 2019, yeah. You would have gotten it for twice. No, but that's yeah, it. Emery did. Oh, definitely. Emery Bottle did that. We just needed it. We just needed three points. If I can they lost Leicester, Everton, Wolves, Brighton, like we don't need to win to get into top one bottle. I feel like okay, yeah, yeah, maybe Winger would have gotten it, but I feel like we stagnated on the winger for years, man. Like, it's all about getting top four, top four, top four, top four, top four, top four, top four. Get into the top four, round of 16, get knocked out by either Barcelona or Bayern. It's just, just repetitive. We stagnated a lot. That's like I felt 2015. I remember when you guys got Monaco, yeah, and everybody was like, rah, that's not funny. Monaco. We bottled that as well. And we shot. Oh, my God. I think that was the game. That was, those were, that was the first thing about the game I gave up, up on children. So, um, if you made it this far, thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'll uh, see you next time. Peace.